I love fans, but they're fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> fans are crazy. They're crazy. I love it. it's and it's passionate. Like I have no I have no judgment towards it. You know, I've seen the worst and the best of reactions. Like I don't watch football, like, but I enjoy watching fans watch football. <laughs> Like, you know, and yeah, I, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy being an athlete. I enjoy a good performance. Like, yes. I enjoy, I, I'll appreciate a good performance. I'm like, oh, bro, that shit, that thing looked dope. Yeah. But what is more entertaining to me is the people and how invested they put themselves into that. You know, like, bro, I see stickers on their cars <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and for me, it's like being a professional athlete, it's all about branding, yep. right? Like, like for the most part, it was just like I, I, I would be tripping out too if I just seen hella people putting YM stickers all over them. Like, oh damn, that's a, it's Bradley. Yeah, it's it right is. What I mean? it is, right? yeah. Like, oh, they put, they put that before themselves first sometimes, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like, bro, I've had guys, fans, lose a game and they, bro, their whole day is just bent. You know what I mean? Like, it's just bent out of shape and like, not, not judging them, but looking yep. at that, like that situation, just turn their whole day and I see like their kids know it too you know yeah. what I mean like parents like, their kids are like oh shit no problem yeah. my dad he's looking yeah. call what Raiders lost today like you know yeah. it's like wow that's yeah. so crazy I react to all kinds of crazy crazy yeah. shit too but yeah. it's the fanaticism bro like you know yeah. where it's like they have this so much love and so much empathy and then so much hate you know yeah. it's about it all Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back, everyone, to the HL Movement Podcast. For all the new listeners out there, thank you for joining me. You're in the right place to hear everything about how to optimize your performance and really elevate the quality of your life. If you haven't already had a chance to check back at all of the previous library of episodes, there's a lot of great solo topics, a lot of great guest interviews where I talk to people about their journey and all of the things that have helped them to unleash their true performance potential. For all of the returning listeners out there, thank you again for joining me for another week. I really appreciate your support and anyone that enjoys these episodes, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast and share them with family and friends as well. Also, I'm starting to put up the video highlight clips of the podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So check that out, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like these videos and share them as well. I'm really excited about this episode and it's always a pleasure to work with this guest. And we have Yancy Maderos on the podcast for the second time. If you haven't heard his first episode that he shared his story and his journey, go check that out. And for today's episode, we talk about a lot of interesting topics i won't get into all of them right now so that you can hear them in the episode but we're talking about things from the evolution of his career to mma to the fans and even discuss some of the future direction of where things are going this is an excellent episode for any athlete to hear a lot of takeaways that you can apply to your training regimen and how to optimize your performance without saying anything more let's get straight into the episode and welcome yancy maderos Welcome back, everyone, to the HNL Movement Podcast. This is round two. We've already had Yancy Maderos on the podcast mm-hmm. one time, but this was when I was first starting to record episodes. Yeah. And what people don't know is that you were sitting in your car on your phone. I was on my phone. We couldn't see each other, so it was a little bit not as not as fluid, I would say, as our normal conversation. So yeah. now we have you in person. But thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, Yancy. Oh, the feeling's mutual, Andrew. Thank you, bro. Today is going to be a good one. Our conversations, we can go on and on. So we'll try to keep this into an hour or so or less. Okay, sorry. But, yeah, I'm no, going the branches off and start <laughs> Portuguese, bro. I love to talk. But yeah, everyone heard your story. So if you haven't heard your story of how you got into MMA, how your career evolved then listen to that first episode today we're just going to dive into some topics and there was a lot of things well we always have good conversations a lot of things that we talk about when you're doing training here when we're tuning you up and one of the things i think 
we've both seen because we're around the same age mm. is that with every sport with performance training with rehab everything evolves at such a fast pace mm-hmm. if you're still doing the same things that you've done even like a couple years ago yeah if not five or ten years ago then you're just not utilizing all of the tools or making your program the most efficient right mm-hmm. and that's something that overlaps a lot with mma you know i'm not a fighter or i don't train or anything but you know just being a your average fan right mm-hmm. you see the progress and evolution of how people get more well-rounded how people start to train how they recover better how they take care of their body you know all of these little things that you've observed from the outside and you being you know in the game itself Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that like what's evolution like for you as an athlete in mma i think you know like you mma has grown so much from like the past 20 years i started i started this in my my professional mma career maybe oh dang forget but i already know 10 years over a decade (laughs) over a decade over a decade ago so that being said like everything was different the fighters then like just there was more there was more um there were i guess mma was just now to be great in mma you got to be good at everything or you got to be a specialist Mm -hmm. i mean you got to be really really good at one thing and then you can go off of that and you know, like you can branch out and get better at other th- other things. You know, so the evolution of MMA came came way faster than we expected. Like before, MMA was barbaric and it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a sport. It wasn't considered a sport. A lot of a lot of people didn't consider it that. You know, and now it's like it's it's a form of entertainment. You know, and it's it's. I mean, it's on mainstream TV. ESPN. It's on ESPN. Yeah. Once you're on ESPN, it's a sport. <laughs> yes, right. You sport, know, yeah. no matter how people want to look at it, but um. It's definitely evolved. It's evolved so much from when I was when I was just watching it to when I was competing in it to even now where it's still like it's night and there's a night and day yeah. difference where kids are already entering it at 18. They're coming. They know from the time it's like football or any other professional sport where they know ki- some kids already know at a certain age they're going to they're going to want to do MMA. Mm-hmm. And forch it's it's honestly easier to to do a a a combative sport than it is to do I mean to get into a combative sport and do that than it is to do team sports if people want to because there's a lot of football players there's a lot of cross athletes that just get into MMA mm-hmm. but it's very you know what I mean once you're in MMA you don't see that we don't we don't venture out to other sports but we see a lot of other sports, sports country, you know because it evolved Yes. To meaning where like before you wasn't getting no football player, you know what I mean? Fighting, <laughs> yeah. fighting in, fighting in the in 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 a, in a cage. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that wasn't that was unheard of. You're like, well, what? And but now you just see the evolution. Yeah. There's just more attention on it. Yeah. Before people weren't looking at it. Now there's millions of eyes. Meaning yeah. there's so much research being done now. So much attention that's been being given to the sport yep. that it's just evolved. Like just if the more attention you give to yourself, you can grow. Yep. So it's just what it's at right now. And yep. that's, you know, that's the evolution <laughs> that's of it. Where it came from. Where where it came yep. from is like the fighters that was fighting twenty when I wasn't watching them fight, they yep. probably wish they had the benefits and situations and and predicaments yep. I I had. And yep. 10 years and 20 years from now I'm gonna be like looking at these these MMA fighters and be like dang bro they got they got it good they got yep. it going better because it's growing it's, growing, it's getting yep. better yep. and you know slowly it's gonna uh, hopefully hopefully it gets to a point where you know these fighters can can have can have enough build enough brand where it could be like NFL players and NBA players and mm-hmm. have their have you know build build enough we're for them to some of that. I mean, yes, yeah. yes, and that's only a but handful though, right? Like even if yeah. even if like for football, it's like even if you wasn't playing in football and you didn't have TV time, you still could be well off. Yes, right. Yes. Not MMA, bro. Yeah, that's that is true. That's Before not, we get into that topic, yeah. so thinking about you mentioned how you know it's grown so much and like even the situation how to get into the sport when it first started or like 20 years ago yeah that's when we were in high school yeah so i mean i remember you know like getting introduced like oh what is this sport you know Mm -hmm. and seeing it as a fan right and yeah it's not as mainstream for sure it wasn't as mainstream but even looking at if you watch some of the fights from like early 2000s from me as a fan perspective you see basically two different disciplines 
And it's like, how are these guys stylistically going to match up? Mm-hmm. That was kind of what it was, or from my, my perspective. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you have a striker and a wrestler. Who's going to win, right? Mm-hmm. You have a striker jujitsu guy, wrestler jujitsu guy, right? It wasn't so much like, oh, this guy is super MMA. well-rounded. Yeah, it wasn't MMA mm-hmm. yet, I guess. It was mixing martial arts, but yeah. not one person. A mixed martial mixed. artist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what can you say about that, I guess? Because now even the way that you guys train... I mean, you do every single discipline of training. Yeah. Plus, what you grew up doing, right? Yes, yes. But how has you has that evolved for you in just your career in the past ten, twelve years? Like, has your training evolved to become more focused on everything? Yeah. yeah. Oh, con- of most definitely. Like uh-huh. once, I think once MMA uh, got exposed with more attention like mm-hmm. like I said there was more attention so there was more research being done there was more time being put in yep. by other people by fans by by sports analysts by fighters by martial artists there's just way more attention that people gave so people started breaking it down and you know doing this and that and like just when I when I started bro like it was I was always raised around um I was I had I started from karate right, but I had this family environment or but it was old school. Like when I started training with my uncle and everybody, like it wasn't ever like you went into the gym and you wasn't expecting to come out feeling happy and joyful. It was just you was expecting to just go in there and do work no matter what type of physical activity. Mm-hmm. So it was like a no bitch thing. I ain't no mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-hmm. Gonna go in there and I'm just gonna do work. Yeah. From karate, I did that all the way to when I started MMA. So uh-huh. when I had MMA and it was a rough I was used to do that. Like I was used to to the coaches not being like, you know, just the tough love. I love that uh-huh. shit. Like I thrived off of that because I wasn't I didn't I wasn't used to to being praised. Yeah. You know, I wasn't the one being praised all the time either. I wasn't the one getting picked first in the football when we were playing street football, you know what I'm saying? So I was around these like, oh I gotta grind, I gotta grind and you know, those those hard those hardships totally change now because it's like bro, before I could spar five days a week. <laughs> Right, and it's evolved now that you don't want to be taking this this mental damage, and you need to invest your time and your energy the proper way. Yeah. Like you see Tom Brady, yeah. bro, he's one of the oldest guys in the NFL. Why does he have seven rings? Yeah. Because of the way he invests his time yeah. and his energy, mm-hmm. and he has people around him that enhance him to do that. That's yeah. why he has seven rings. Hate on him all you like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he puts in the most time in what yeah. he does, whether it's you know like. His family around him understands who he is, and he's more than football. He's more than a quarterback. But yeah. when you, everybody knows who Tom Brady is, yeah. right? Because of how big his brand is, he could stop playing. But it's just how obsessive he is with what he's doing, yeah. with his investment. Yeah. You know, and he know he's he's at a point where he he knows it's more than just football for yeah. him, right? That's just his life. He wakes up doing that. I'm like, bro, if you cannot drink coffee and strawberries in your life, you crazy, bro. Something's wrong. You got something in your head that's like, wow, bro. You 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 know, like, yeah. I'm just saying, they invest they invest their time and it's invo- evolved so much to where they ain't getting beat up anymore. Yeah. You know? You know, that's an interesting point because let's touch on that a little bit before we get back to the topic. But for everything, and you know me very well, with all of my athletes you know yeah there's certain things that will of course elevate your performance make you a better athlete better person all of that but there is a cost to all of this and i think that should be considered too because it's whatever cost and investment and everything that you're willing to sacrifice and do and put into this your body and your sport not everyone wants to do that because if it was that easy everyone would be competing at a high level, right? Mm -hmm. But there is a cost to get a certain level of performance. Mm -hmm. So talking about what you just did, you know, Tom Brady investing, not, and it's not only financial cost. This is time, you know, your energy, everything else that goes into your support system, right? Thinking about that, what can you say about, what's your perspective on the cost of performing better? The cost is priceless, bro. Like if it's, and like everyone it's it's the time and energy you put into it right like mm-hmm. if you want to be you want to be great bro you need to put in that great time uh-huh. it needs to be great you know yeah. and like that's just it's plain and simple like 
You ain't gonna get the ass you want by sitting on the couch every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, then mean? you're just not like, gonna get right. To you're that. not gonna get yeah. to where you want to be. Like it's yeah. not the cost of greatness is everything, bro. It's your time. It's your energy. It's mm-hmm. your emotions. It's the psyche. And if you never been there psychologically in, in a situation, you'll never understand that situation. Yeah. You can you can critique it all you want. You can judge it all you want. But if you if you never been there, you don't know. Yeah. You yeah. know. And I don't. And I think like once athletes know that like everyone reacts differently like you don't think tom brady knows how many people hate what he does and hate him and how hated he is mm-hmm. you think he cares about that yeah yeah he has to bro yeah. into a fact of where it doesn't affect him yeah. emotionally but to a point where this guy is waking up every day still winning seven rings <laughs> yeah. that yeah. They, it has to affect him some way it, yeah. it, it, it cannot bro like you know what yeah. i mean to have all of that it's like Yep. You don't know, and and for you to judge that, okay, you have millions and millions of people loving you or hating you mm-hmm. and critiquing you and judging you. Yep. You don't even know that. You know what I mean? Yep. I have a little bit of that when I fight and all that, yep. but I'm saying like it's a heavy. It's it it's heavy yep. on everyone. Yeah, you know because people always put like when you're a professional athlete, a lot of the professional athletes get put on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. When you get put on a pedestal, now you have these standards that the people, are, oh, I thought you were this, I thought you were that. Yeah. No, you're still human, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know, we all human. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've had fights and they're like, Yance, yeah, you fucking, you horrible, bro. You yeah. fuck quit fighting. I'm like, damn, bro, I just I lost know. my fight, gave my heart out there. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for and, your next fight, let me know how it goes. Yeah, un- unfortunately, exactly <laughs> what you said. The people that are probably critiquing you the hardest, they're the ones that aren't willing to put this cost in or this time in or investment to even try. Hey, and for the yeah. people that are critiquing me the hardest, just to let you know, I'm the hardest critic. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you can critique me all you like, bro. Like yeah. my, my, my opinion matters most to me. Yeah. And that's, that's good. That's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's one of the things that drives you a lot. I mean, yeah. you know, even like good times, obstacles and everything, yeah. our conversations, those are some of the good things that I, I look forward to because yeah, you don't need someone to be telling you what what you're you know to think to improve or all of this you're always constantly trying to figure out how to get better regardless of the last outcome you know what can i do to fix or you know make everything work a little better together and even you know today right before this that's always the conversation like hey i think you know i gotta start doing this i gotta you know implement this that's that's part of the investment it's like like you said it could be you're obsessed with performing well but or, or it also could be that, you know, that's part of the investment that you have to really focus and think about, like, what kinds of things you can implement, right? Yeah. Now, getting back to kind of the topic, you, you mentioned that there's a lot of uh, sports that, you know, football players coming into MMA, other, other athletes, right, in different professions, maybe Olympic athletes, whatever, coming into MMA, right? Yeah. And that's something that, yeah, when it wasn't as mainstream, that didn't happen as much. You didn't see people... Uh, crossing these sport lines right to compete in mma but with the growth of the sport you know more people it's you you have so many places to train not Mm. only in the u.s right but international now you have so many places to train you have a lot of people in the community that like you said do more research know how to train a lot more experience because the sport's growing so like the previous generation they can give back to the younger athletes who's going to compete right Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how sports tend to grow yeah yeah? when you think about that what is it that you see from the time you started right the opportunities i guess the coaching and everything to what it is now you know i mean everything from you have like ultimate fighter you have all these other smaller smaller i guess organizations that fighters can start at get seen right get film on them and they get picked up by your bigger organizations right what is that like now with the opportunity for someone to actually enter and compete professionally in mma easy easy simple not not easy but simple Mm -hmm. back then um in anything from tv shows to professional just anything anything with um professional athlete um athleticism and all that bro is in order to have this mic uh-huh. you need to be somebody you need to know something mm-hmm. every now 
this day and age, everybody can get a mic and a camera, that's, right? That's and true. have exposure. Yeah. But it's how you do it and what you do with it now, right? And that's the thing, right? 20 years ago, it was hard to get in front of the TV. It's like you had to be NBC, that's CBS, true. right? It's like everybody needed, needed. it was hard to get this mic, bro, and get TV time. Now yeah. exposure is so much more easy. Yeah. And it's so much more, it's so much more easy to connect with people and learn things mm -hmm. now so that's why things is growing man that every in every aspect from yeah. the business way to the martial arts to all these things is like it's it's inevitable yeah. right but it's i think that's where you know that's where all the politics come in with exposure because yeah. now we got jake paul and you know an ex-ufc <laughs> champ fighting which isn't yeah. bad i'm just saying it's a different time right? you know what i mean like whatever they doing they doing that's that's their thing but yeah. like i said everybody got a mic now yeah right and this is the different times and how you use it you yeah. know and a lot of people a lot of people know how to utilize it and a lot of people won't and mm -hmm. that's just is the times right now <laughs> bro exposure and attention like and you gotta know how to you gotta know how to you gotta know how to do that look at that that kid that olympic that won the olympics what's mm -hmm. his name gable stevenson um gable oh, gable stevenson oh okay. uh, yeah he won 21 year old won wrestling olympics right oh yeah okay. yeah and then he tweeted to dana white that simple and it went viral that yeah. shit broke the internet yeah you know what I'm saying? exposure bro it's yeah. easy that's that is 20 true. years ago you couldn't really? do that and be like what like huh like okay 10, ten years ago maybe you couldn't even do that if you even think about so a decade yeah. ago right which is a blink of an eye that's yesterday bro 10 years ago for us it's yesterday yeah exactly. no but it's even, yeah even like, think about this because like we're in my garage right now with camera set up, soundboard, mics, and yeah, it's like, you know, I wouldn't have this opportunity. 20 years ago? 10 years or ago? Even, even now, I wouldn't have this opportunity unless I did this myself, right? But it's easy, like you said, to get cameras, to do this, to set it up. Yeah, it takes some work, takes some investment, but this is kind of like my professional sport, you know, mm -hmm. sharing this information, sharing mm -hmm. the content. Your professionalism, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's good that you say that because yeah, the times have changed so much that everyone can get seen, get the exposure, that it was virtually impossible to get that kind of exposure before. Like how you said, someone sent a tweet, someone posts a little video, some organization starts to promote one of their fighters, right? Mm -hmm. It starts to pick up steam a lot faster than even I would say five, 10 years ago, that didn't happen, right? And now mm. you're seeing the different times. And I know you have thoughts about this. So thinking about like, you know, the previous, let's just say the previous generation of fighters, because there were a lot of great ones. Things, people that you and I were watched growing up, right? Mm. And you've seen how they kind of paved the way for the next generation. Think about that. Like what they had to go through and it's hard to compare this generation to that generation because I know you have thoughts that it's two different times, right? What are some of your thoughts about that? I won't, I'll leave it kind of open-ended, but two different generations or eras competing in the same sport. Zeitgeist, bro. These are the times. <laughs> like, this is just what it is, man. Like, like, my thoughts of it is just, this is what entertainment has evolved to yeah because in the end it's all entertainment right because yeah. in the beginning it was gladiators fighting lions and shit right <laughs> that was a form of entertainment yeah. right yeah. like you know what i'm saying like no, entertainment yeah entertainment yeah. bro that was just straight entertainment yeah. like here you go like look at it this is what we're going to be entertained with yeah. right now we bro 30 years ago you would never see mike tyson co-meaning a youtuber <laughs> yeah or yeah. back then, an AOL, or you know, yeah. I don't even know that thirty years ago, what you know, in those times, you would never see that. That's yeah. not that. That's trying. That's yeah. like it's just not. Like, you don't picture yeah. it. And that's, now it's now now it is that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these different times, hating it all you want. It is what it is. You know yeah. what? We got ex. We got retired boxers making hundred million. Yeah. Off of off of one one fight, one exhibition. Yeah, exhibition. Like yeah. like bra. Like come on. Like you gonna get mad at that, and you gonna you gonna get you gonna get mad at him for. Make knowing building his brand and doing what he can do with the times, yeah. Or you're gonna get on that too, or yeah. you're gonna just keep drinking tea and eating popcorn all yeah. day, whatever it is. Is you know, like how are you gonna roll with the times? And you're These seeing the a times. lot more of that crossover type of promotions or events, right? Pairing like a, I mean, even what Jake Paul is gonna fight Woodley, yeah. right? Yeah, and but that guy's not a fighter, time. he's a YouTuber, you know what I mean? He's mm -hmm. a content, he's a mm -hmm. he's he's a professional. At getting content and making content. 
and, and he's damn good at it. And yeah, and look, the fight is gonna be promoted very well. I think a lot of people. Oh, are it's, gonna already, yeah, it's already, it's already, it's already yeah. going there. Like people are gonna buy that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, do you, bro? Yeah. How do I get in on that? Like, yes. let me pay my bills. Let me take care of my responsibilities. Yes. I ain't about the money, but I am about being. But I am about being responsible uh-huh. and being able to be do what I have to do. Yeah. And when you think about that too, not only in current times, but. Even when, you know, there's talks about fighters in different eras, I guess. So let's say, you know, like the champions now, right? And then how would they have matched up back in 15, 20 years ago? It's hard to say because like you said, not only the, all the external things like, you know, money and all of this kind of stuff, but even training and the type of fighters that they were fighting, everything's different, right? So can you actually make a comparison with, two fighters from different eras in their prime i mean you could but i mean i don't yeah. you know i don't i don't compare i don't compare lebron james to michael jordan you know what i mean i can't i can't compare them i can collect data and have attributes and understand the atmosphere and time they put in mm-hmm. like it's it's all it's all it's all perspective, bro. You know yep. what I mean? Like I can look at things on when you know what I mean. Some bas- some professional basketball players going to feel a different way than I am, and they, you know what? I think they have more. You know what I mean? Yep. More of of their thought. Like what if they're like, nah, bro, MJ's way better. Nah, yeah. LeBron. I'm yeah. like, oh, you would probably know better than me yeah. because I know I'm a basketball player. Yep. Like in that sense, of, but I'm but I'm an athlete. Yeah, I'm a professional athlete, and I do understand the time and energy was different at these it's times. Different. Yeah. That's it, bro. Like, yep. You know what I mean? How That's, much? How much do you think that time and energy being different affects their performance in the octagon? That's all psyche, bro. You know yep. what I mean? It's it's it all it all differs from every for, for every athlete. Yep. Like some some need them, some don't. Like I like for me, it was always like they always ask. Um, I was fighting with people not with watching me and then not watching me but it really didn't change for me it didn't i don't know maybe yep. i gotta do more matches for understand that part but yep. it was just a different time and when it's when you're a professional it's time to turn up it's time to turn off yeah it's just like if you're a, you're a you're a competent parent when it's time to be a parent you can just naturally do them yeah. right you're gonna do what you gotta yeah. do bro like that's just what you're gonna do and turn up and, and you're gonna do it the best way you know how to right and yeah. that's where professionalism trained parents yeah. we do these things and repetitive drills to just keep doing it and get better at the situations yeah right? and that's what it is because like you said you get better at the situation you got to experience all of these things regardless right, of the gotta resource go you got to go through this you journey, gotta do your right? research you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta do it yourself that's it's one of the best things i ever did the first time that i ever swam with sharks cageless yeah. um uncle told me Whatever you, whatever you heard, whatever you know, whatever research you found, yep. leave it on the land and do the research yourself. Yeah, I was like, wow, that really affected me more than more than anything because it was about life. Yeah, it you is. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking myself out of my comfort zone, and I, I'm the prey, bro. I'm there, yeah. right? And I understand that. That's why I like doing these those types of things because it made me understand life, bro. Like, bro, I can like that, exactly. bro, right? But you, it's not if if it's fear, it's because. Fear is just your brain telling you about you. It's an obstacle that you need to understand and get over. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's me. That's what I think. Like yeah. when I fear something, I'm just like, it's not like, oh, I fear this. Oh, I fear sharks. Oh, I'm going to go swim with them and see if they don't bite. No, I wanted to indulge in mm-hmm. what sharks was really about. Yeah. Because you only see what you see on land, right? You yeah. don't know. You never yeah. do the research you yourself. Yeah. You can only judge. Yeah. You never there. You weren't there, bro. Yeah. You only see, you only hear things, right? Like it's, it's all... It's all perspective until you get there and you yep. do it. And you know, when when you're saying all of this, the one thing that I think about over and over that we talk about a lot, it's just like you said, you got to do research. But the more that you can educate yourself, mm. the more it's gonna help you along this journey or navigate whatever you're trying to do. If that's being a parent, if I that's give, being a fighter, I give, I'll give I'll give a great a simple great example. Look at grandparents and parents, bro. Mm-hmm. Why are grandparents so mellow and the and the new parents is so hype? Because the grandparents already dealt dealt with that in many situations yeah. and they just know how to do it. You know what I mean? And by the yeah. time the grandparents they're so they're so tailored to whatever all that chaos was is because they dealt with it all those they years. It's the it. same thing as when any professional. Yeah. You gotta know how to deal with the situations and the best ones know how to look smooth doing it. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's even in fighting, right? Yeah, you always yeah, hear every, it, all the, it, commenta- all the commentary all the time. You know, like the experience keeping your composure, right? Mm-hmm. If that's the first time you're experiencing it, which would be any amateur, right? Yeah. You're going to be all panicking. Everyone reacts. Freaking yeah. out. You have yeah. a reaction. Yeah. yeah. And then if you dealt with it, like you said, like that grandparent example, right? You have a different perspective or different experience so that you know how to handle it in a more composed way, I would say. And that goes with anything, right? Mm-hmm. The experience. You need to get the experience. Educating yourself in general, I think that helps us to become more understanding, learn how to do things, of course, better, hopefully, you know, and also just make it more of a positive experience, I yeah. think, with anything. Bro, somebody could teach me how to fly on a plane in this garage. Doesn't mean when I get out that I know how to fly on when yeah. I first touch the plane that I go know how to drive and fly on a plane. Yeah. No, you need to go through yeah. the experience, bro. You need to go through that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. somebody could show you whatever and teach you full-blown right in one room, everything, but you still got to go and experience it. No one can do it for you. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, you can be, you can learn a lot, but experience is, yeah. is a big part of, of is that's the key big part of your learn learning and that's another thing too you know we've we've said this to majority of the guests have actually said this that you know us being a little bit more in the middle of our careers right Mm. you hear this like oh man if i had these tools like before Mm. that would have made a difference it probably would have made a difference but at the same time we didn't have the experience to actually utilize that tool. Mm-hmm. You know, like it comes at the perfect time, I think. Your experience and the resources that you have available, they all kind of line up. There's mm-hmm. no one, I mean, yeah, you can argue that fighters have way more, you know, better facilities now to train, maybe more experienced coaches, training partners. Yes, that's true. You know, that does make a difference. You tend to jumpstart the career a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But still, yet, they don't have the experience that these guys went through right you need that experience like you're talking about because that teaches you a lot more than just having all the knowledge which is what you're saying like you can learn how to fly a plane in here right but until you actually get more experience the knowledge you, you don't can have to really know apply it you're yeah. not gonna know how to fly a plane just because yep. you learned it yeah you know i mean or you memorized it or yep. whatever it is like exactly. learning it is it's engraved in you you know how to do it yep. you know what i mean knowing it is different yeah like, i know how to fly a plane but i don't learn i never learned like you know what i'm saying yeah. i know of yeah it, i don't <laughs> I know, know. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah and that i mean yeah that's that can be applied to everything yeah and talking more about the this experience you got to experience things right and everything that we talked about in this first half i like to relate this with my field you know performance training strength and conditioning rehab mm-hmm. because i mean like think about to the first time we met right working on your knees right your hips we won't go into too much of the details but i can give you all of the information like okay if this improves this is going to help this mm-hmm. right you know that intellectually you heard it right Mm -hmm. but until you go through like maybe a couple months and then you experience like oh i can actually do this better Mm -hmm. i have more power i have Mm -hmm. more strength out of this leg that's the experience part that made it connect and come full circle other than that because you can right now literally with all the resources online and internet you can find all of the information way more information than i can give you but the experience you know with someone that has seen it has done it has helped people with it that's the experience that makes it tied tied together and i'm not saying that i have nearly all the experience Mm -hmm. but what i've seen over and over especially with you know injuries and trying to train smarter with injuries Mm -hmm. those are the things that i like to look at to help me to apply it better to each athlete Mm -hmm. and along those lines too thinking about what we talked about before right with the evolution of the field Mm -hmm. i mean even when I was in college, right? The amount of things that we were paying attention to, it has grown so much. I mean, even for me in the past, you know, like five years or so, like trying to understand more of the nutrition component. I mean, everyone knows that nutrition and exercise go together, nutrition and rehab go together. But until you actually work with one person, one athlete, right, about nutrition and exercise, you don't really see how much of an impact it could have even though you know that it's going to make a big difference right mm-hmm. with rehab too the the things that we're focusing on now with evolution i mean even some of the gadgets and gizmos and recovery techniques and understanding the neurology of injury right you hear a lot of 
resources you listen to podcasts about that you know all of these little things i think it evolves so much that if you're not looking at learning and experiencing more of the new things that are out there mm-hmm. really it's a disservice to yourself and the athletes and all of that so that's where it's very similar i think mma sports they all evolve right but so does the field of training and strength and conditioning which is kind of like my professional sport i guess you know learning about all of these things and experiencing it for myself and with you guys too that's where there's a lot of carryover and overlap with what i learned from you i think that's that's good like for me it's that part is like the best statement i could think of when that relates to that is you do what you always did you get what you always got that's true right you mm-hmm. know what i mean and those are the times that you know, like things evolve and there's more like I, like I said, that that attention, right? It's so it's so it's so different now because more people want to be in it, and then with more people, there's more styles, there's more there's more of everything, more problems, more adjustments, right? Like that's true. There's right? so much different things, right? How many athletes you know at football, but they don't have all the same injuries, or they have the same injuries, but they it's activated a different way. Yep. Or you're like, oh wow, how come this this like I could have the same ACL injury as someone else, but for some reason that that motion is stronger this motion is stronger mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing about athletes is before strength and conditioning and especially recovery was just okay i feel i feel better now i'll get back to work yep. now it's why do i feel like this how do i not feel like this anymore yep. and and what do i what do i do to not feel like to keep it to get better yep. right it's like and there's the the tier of physical therapy and at, before it was just physical therapists now there's athletic trainers mm-hmm. there's way different there's a night there's a night and day difference too and it's 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 great to see that it it has a different that athletic trainers have a different um can be put in a different category now because some physical trainers just want to get put through the medical side and it's just about money and then there's actually people that actually care about well, I think it's health. Yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, all healthcare professionals, you know, I think they do care. Right. Yeah, care. I'm not I'm yeah. not taking not, that not away. That. But I think what you're seeing too, and the this is actually a good topic because think about MMA, right? Yeah. If we talk about maybe, let's go a little longer, like 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. How many, like, I'm just going to throw an example out there and I'm going to be completely off because I'm this isn't my expertise, right, fighting. But how many wrestling coaches do you think trained or understood jujitsu oh bro right mm, mm, like hardly minimal, bro yeah. like or like it could be anything right how many you could go how back many 30 muay thai, years ago how many muay thai coaches understood wrestling you know like you could yeah. say like okay the knowledge of of understanding yes, another art was minimal was minimal yeah. and now you know they still might be like a specialist right but they they're exposed to different coaches and Different people on the team like, collaborate now. You, right? you said the key word, bro. Exposure. And that's what I think. Yeah. And then they have, it's so easy to get exposure. Like you have, I mean, even on your team alone, right? Ivan, your striking, striking coach, coach, right? Yeah. And Rylan, right? They're pretty much communicating all the time, right? Yeah. About how to help you in your camp, your strategy and all of that. That's at least my understanding, right? Yeah. And you think about that. That's the norm now, right? Yeah. Now I'm going to pull it back into healthcare. And this is where it's key. I think you look even 20 years ago. I mean, even 10 years ago, some of this was unfortunately still happening. You would see an area, a discipline, right? Not have any overlap with the next area. And, you know, the three big fields I think that I see, which is moving in a much better direction now, is physical therapy, athletic trainers, and strength and conditioning coaches. Because there's a lot of overlap. You cannot just be working in your silo and only focus on getting the athlete from here to here and then done, right? Because there's a lot of overlap. You can see like when you do your strength and conditioning, there's a lot of overlap with some of the correctives, some of the injury prevention stuff, some of the old injuries, right? And the more that there's overlap, and I'll even throw like nutritionists, doctors, you know, everyone into the mix, the more that everyone can collaborate and get just a little bit more understanding as how that piece of the puzzle fits together. Mm. Just like in the 
MMA world, right? The more that all of your coaches of different disciplines can see how that piece of the puzzle is going to fit together in your game mm-hmm. plan, yeah. that's what really gets us to raise the bar, yeah. gets us to a new level, right? And I think that's what's going to happen more and more is that hopefully there's more collaboration, more understanding as to all of these different facets of whatever it is that we're doing right yeah well i think that's the the biggest thing but when it comes to hawaii and collaborating everything's like we don't have dallas cowboy money where we can just be in a facility and then there's investors in here just paying all of that making you know what i mean investing in these and having a facility where we all can do that especially in hawaii especially don't have that you have a lot of those in california and in the mainland you have a lot of those investors we don't have that and when it comes to money it's just businesses have a hard time collaborating in hawaii Yep. with uniting and like just from being a professional athlete i see how yeah. many partnerships have just folded because of mm-hmm. just money and whether it's greed or whatnot like money plays a big factor yeah. in it and i think like these like that's where mma needs to grow and you know be we us as coaches uh, um coaches athletic trainers and athletes know how to like how we'll have an area where we can kind of collaborate like that and give our own piece of the puzzle right like because everybody has has their own time and energy that needs to be put in a different way like you can't shove a piece of the puzzle of my piece of my puzzle in the way you want like you can but it's not gonna you know what i mean i want to do that myself like and it's it's hard when you don't have coaches or you don't have you don't have that collaboration and the athletes or the management has to put that together dallas all the nfl nba player teams right they all got oh they got the physical therapists. Mm-hmm. All they're all on that same page. The athletes, the coaches. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in Hawaii. Yep. Uh, maybe in MMA in general, but in Hawaii specifically it's too, it's hard. So yep. we gotta try and collaborate as best as we can. I'm fortunate, you know, I have coaches and team, yes. a team that helps me do that. So yes. that's a big, that's a big factor. And I think in another 10, 20 years, that's gonna gonna change. Yeah, and that's like how you talked about. You mentioned this off off the recording first but you're saying like yeah in 10 20 years who knows where it could be yeah maybe there's like a i hope like i hope that fighters getting pensions fighters or yeah minimum I, wage I right i hope that i yeah. hope that it's far better than what i've been putting in and i'm blessed with what whatever yeah. i've had like i know i was, I was getting paid more, imagine more if there than was even the like a, i don't even know if this would be possible but even imagine if there was like a draft like all these other sports there's a draft yeah 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 based off of all of the people that are outside of the organization right who knows what the possibilities well i mean they're 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 making it to a point where it's almost like a draft that's why you got contenders that's true yeah and like you don't need and 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 that's the thing too it's like it's mma has already got to that because there's fighters in there that hasn't fought and they're just you got a wrestler cm punk right it's about who you know and nfl Mm -hmm. has those guys too they Mm -hmm. have people that just pick up whoever they want yeah however they want they pick up a rugby player yeah right and it's just that's that's the greatest thing about mma that it's so general that you can have all types of um athletes come in and perform yeah right like you know like football like you can have you kind of have one it's rare to see a rugby uh a basketball player going to football yeah right but you can switch it around with mma and you can have all these different at that's why mma is such it's a sport now because Mm -hmm. all these athletes can make it athletic and sport like well, we still can be fighting too. Like me, I don't consider myself an athlete. I play an an athletic. Um, I'm I'm an athletic um, professional athlete mm-hmm. that pays my that takes my responsibilities. But I consider myself a martial artist, mm-hmm. yep. right? And then I have all these things that yeah, all these whatever accolades or things that people make you out to be, right? You know, oh, you're an athlete. You are. Oh, I'm a martial artist, yeah. but. You know, I get paid to do what I like. And some people is like, no, I'm an athlete. And yeah. it's all perspective. It's so, all perspective. It's all perspective. But things is growing. And you see that now. Yes. And it's and it's good for MMA. And I just hope us fighters, especially the people around the fighters, like the coaches and all that, have, have a better... It evolves into us having better a better future. Yeah. Right? I think... And that's, that's the exciting conversation to have, to think about where it could go in the future right mma and sports and you know you guys are literally paving the way right now for the future generation of people in mma Mm. but what i want to add on to that is even as the sport grows i mean we've seen this with other sports everything else opens up and grows and the opportunities for synergistic professions so like what i'm saying with that is i mean if you look at it football now 
I mean, what was it a few years ago that Russell Wilson said that, you know, he invests $1 million. I know not everyone has $1 million, but in his team of everyone from nutritionists, strength coaches, you know, recovery specialists, massage therapists, you know, athletic trainers. And like you said, Hawaii doesn't really have the resources to offer all of this under one roof. But at the same time, I think as athletes grow, you know, the competitiveness, the performance level grows, you're going to see more of this because even Russell Wilson, he has everything under one roof, right? But he has his own team. And I think for you, you kind of experience that right now, right? You're, you have your own team of people that, you know, you go to that try to help you with your performance. But I think that's going to be, especially in my field, athletic training and strength coaches. I think that's going to be kind of the trend as sports grows and grows bigger and bigger. You're going to see individual athletes create a team that's just for them. You know, granted, I'm not saying if that's better or worse, like who knows, right? It's definitely more individualized care instead of, you know, being overseen from a group environment but yeah, the opportunity for your investment it's like yeah. tom brady he has his own nutritionist he exactly. has someone that follows him around and exactly. uh, lomachenko yep. boxer he has his own because psych- it's so individual so, yeah bro yeah. well it's it those guys are at, at that tier and perform like that mm-hmm. i they're selfish bro so they can yeah. be selfless yeah you know what yep. I mean? They are, bro. They, and they take their time and energy seriously. Seriously, yeah. And like how you said, because think about what we talked about, the evolution of MMA, right? Like the opportunities and the pay scale and all of that has exponentially got better, right? So who knows? In the future, right now, it's like the top tier of athletes can create this team around them. Yeah. But who's to say in 10, 20 years? Maybe that's the norm. Maybe the average fighter with their pay scale, right? is able to create this team. So now you have what used to only be for the top, like 5% of athletes, right? Now it's like, oh, maybe 50% of athletes. Maybe that becomes a new norm. And I don't know if that's ever gonna happen, right? But, you know, just speculating as the sport grows, everything around the sport grows, right? Mm -hmm. And I know there's one thing that you wanna talk about. It's the fans, Mm. because that's what drives the sport right that's you what paid, that's what brings that's the what, news you know? yeah. yeah so what do you what thoughts do you have about that like you can say anything where it's gonna go what the fan base is now what your experiences are but i love fans i love fans but they're fucking crazy bro <laughs> fans are crazy yeah they're crazy i love it's and it's passionate like i have no i have no judgment towards it you know i've seen the worst and the best of reactions like I don't watch football, like, but I enjoy watching fans watch football. Like, you know, and I, yeah, enjoy, yeah. I enjoy being an athlete. I enjoy a good performance. Like, yes. I enjoy, I, I'll appreciate a good performance. I'm like, oh, bro, that shit, that thing looked dope. Yeah. But what is more entertaining to me is the people and how invested they put themselves into that. You know, like, bro, I see stickers on their cars <laughs> and I'm like, you know, and for me, it's like being a professional athlete. It's all about branding. Yep. Right. Like, like for the most part, it was just like I, I, I would be tripping out too if I just seen hella people putting YM stickers all over them. Like, oh damn, that's a, it's Bradley. Yeah, it's it right is. What I mean, it right? Is, yeah. Like, oh, they put, they put that before themselves first sometimes, yeah. and you know what I mean. Like, bro, I've had guys, fans, lose a game, and they, bro, their whole day is just bent. You know what I mean? Like, they just bent out of shape, and like, not, not judging them, but looking yep. at that, like that situation, just turn their whole day and I see like their kids know it too you know yeah. what I mean like parents like their kids like oh shit no yeah. bad go by dad you looking yeah. call what Raiders lost today like you know yeah. what I mean? it's like wow yeah. that's so crazy I react to all kinds of crazy crazy yeah. shit too but yeah. it's the fanaticism bro like you know yeah. where it's like they have this so much love and so much empathy and then so much hate you know yeah. it's about it all like yeah. you know bro they're fighting over another brand to, to with another human being some yeah. of them is family members <laughs> and some of yeah. them is strangers yeah. but some of them can be their own family, family members, members bro yeah. right and they, yeah. that's how much love they have yeah and they had so much attention energy and and time they put into that yeah. and that's what i look at yes that's what I look at it being a professional. I don't judge them for that stuff because whether you love me or hate me, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Like, you're putting your effort into you're something. putting your yeah. effort into that, bro. Yeah. And it's like, and that's where I book it. That's why Tom Brady 
and LeBron James is where they're at because yes. they're putting that effort, or that energy mm-hmm. into themselves in a productive way. Yes. And everybody can do that. Way, yes. in a, in, and I'm not saying being a fan is unproductive. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying like that energy, that they passion, use, they just yeah. they give that to themselves. They don't give it yeah. to someone else. Yeah. That's why you don't see Tom Brady giving another brand because he, he knows he's his brand. He's yeah. his entity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like that's what people, I think, being in Hawaii, like that's that was the biggest thing. Like, what is your entity? What are you? What are you known for? Some people like to have be known for their lifted cars and their big sounds mm-hmm. and all that, right? And like, that's yeah. the things that affected me. Is like, do I want to be? Is that the type of brand I want? Is that what I want to give off? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's like I rather be known as the one like, oh yeah, I was by Yancy. We got had on shady day. He made me feel better. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that was something yeah, like yeah. that's cool. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah right yeah. on, bro. Pass it on. Like yeah. don't pay, don't give it back to me. Pay forward. Like yeah. kind of thing. Like. Those are the things like I like to think about and like like my energy and how how I gonna predict that. Yeah. So when I see fans, like I love it. Yeah. And it always brings me back to me. Yeah. Like what type of brand do you want to put your time and energy yeah. in? Yeah. That's all I look at it as, and, right? Like, yeah, like and, your fans give me a good perspective on time and energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like how much and true passion. Yeah. Because they can like love is not always happy it's hate yep. it's 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 emotional yeah you know what i mean like you, you can like something and if you like it you can leave it yep. when you love something it's hard bro no matter how much it annoyed you like you just go back to it but you yep. know what i mean like that's that's love and that's passion that's like it's so crazy to it's look so at it like crazy. that I'm like, wow like you know like it's the manipulation it has over <laughs> me and situations and just people in general so yeah. i was like i love it bro. i love it i love it. it it's it's just more data for me to collect and understand myself and just homework i like to like i have this whole yeah. new set thing with homework what type of homework are you doing yeah meaning like i felt like in my these past things like things haven't been going my way I've said, wow. it's not the fact that i'm not doing enough work mm-hmm. i'm not doing enough homework things i do at home like you know like just uh-huh. whatever it is just more homework on myself so those uh-huh. are the things that make me want to be better uh-huh. yeah looking at but, that yeah like that's that's good perspective i think because fans right and it's not to judge any fans we're both you know just i'm a fan of a lot of things right? and that's yeah. what that's your passion that's your drive that's what you like to you know invest your energies yeah, in right supporting yeah. your team your athlete bro guys all that can't wait for football Sunday. Cannot wait. The team, bro, and like, yeah, yeah, they get, bro, and they like, they'll, they'll give up their whole week. They're, they're oh, that's so shit. But you know what, Sunday is coming, bro. Like, yes. it's amazing. And like, thinking about that, because it's the fans that are fueling or growing the business. Because it is a business. The bill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the more that, the more that, okay, before I would say, without all of this social media, without all of this exposure, right? the actual organization was doing majority of the promotion. That's just in my eyes. Like you look oh, 20, 30, 40, 50 years 100%. ago. Yeah. yeah, It was the organization. And now with all of this, you have the organization, but you have individual athletes. Even if you're participating in team sports, individual athletes, right? That's making the fan base grow even bigger for themselves, but also for the sport in general. So then you have more people watching the sport. Even if you love them or hate them, you got more eyes watching and that's the thing that makes things grow exponentially because like Bro, in it's all 20 about the years, views no yeah. it's all about the exposure and the attention because yeah. in 20 years imagine how much bigger all of this could get it's crazy oh it's to only gonna think. grow yeah. there's like, like I'm gonna, not, i can't even imagine it because it's already going that way like i going, see yeah. it i see it right yes. you know like I see how it's evolving and how these fighters from being good fighters, they roll into just being an anchor and caster, right? It's just yeah, it, an, analyst all, or, yeah. an analyst and all that all that stuff. It's just like the football players and all these, yeah. you know, NBA players and all of that. Yeah. It just rolls over. Yeah, it just keeps yeah. going. It just keeps going. So it's 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 going to get more entertaining, bro. <laughs> it's going to get more entertaining. <laughs> right? And it's just yeah, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change bro yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying like I don't hate on any of it I just be careful if it's something that makes me discom- like if I'm uncomfortable about it I change the way I, I see it yeah. you know what I mean and then and, and, and to be to be productive yeah. that's yeah. it like I to only change productive. it to, exactly. to not hate on it but to be productive in myself yes. to give service to myself yes. and to others so yeah it's the biggest thing like yeah, yeah so yeah and I mean that's the thing I think 
just embracing change, right? Yeah. Embracing change is going to be... Bro, it's inevitable. To, yeah, it's going to come it's no matter inevitable. what. It's how are you going to deal with it? What's your attitude, your reaction, right, to all of this? Are you going to make it productive, like you said, right? The best choice you can make is being in a good mood, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like Voltaire or whatever. I forget. I remember, I remember that quote, bro. The best choice you can make is to be in a good mood, bro. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I wake up like, oh, that's the one, like, yeah. you know, like, whatever happens, like, what mood you in, right? And yeah. good doesn't always mean happy. Just yeah. A good mood could just be knowing how to neglect the negativity of the atmosphere yeah. or the situation, or yeah. knowing how to work around that. Like, work that's yeah, that. you know what I mean. You don't need to be smiling to be in a good mood, yeah. but you can be positive and still be away, from, get away from negativity yeah. in a good way. So yeah, yeah, it's it's exciting to see, you know what we're working towards what the future holds because like you said you just got to keep working you know just keep doing the things that are productive doing what you represent right building your brand mm. i do have one more question i know you're busy and you know we're this is taking time out of your training week which we do a lot mm. of training during the week but thinking back reminisce a little bit so thinking back mm. to when you first started maybe your first ufc fight or even before ufc your first when you were strike force or whatever is this kind of what you imagined where you would be in 2021 or <laughs> what kinds of things do you think you've learned one or the other? Oh, got to remember think, now we're getting old. No, so gotta... I think, I think the biggest thing I've learned from the ups and the highs and lows of my career and, you know, lows just being things not going my way. I'm very appreciative of everything that's yeah. happened to me and I, I take it I take it all I take it all into consideration and I keep accountable for all my actions. Yep. But the highs and lows has taught me that, you know, um have a plan, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it's five year plan, a ten year plan, like have a plan, bro. Yep. You know, it's something even now like I'm 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 still trying to figure out, you know, like and have a plan of something set in stone. Like mm -hmm. like it's not it's not don't have expectations, but have a goal. Like, have set goal. something for your mark. Like, you know, I've always been able to... I've always been able to just live live everyday creativity. Like, with, with creativity and being imaginative and happy. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you have plans and goals and you kind of set toward it, towards mm -hmm. it, 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 it implements... It implements... It stimulates you more. It, it's something, yeah. you know, like... If there's anything I wish I did earlier was... I wish I set better plans for myself. Mm. You know, in my career, because mm -hmm. if you love it, you're gonna do it, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. it's how you put your time and energy into what you love, yeah, right. Yeah. That like, that's the biggest thing because mm -hmm. people can people can put so much time into energy into something they think they love and they don't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't. They're just doing it just to do it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I know I love this because I just wake up every day yeah. being happy with what I am and not thinking about what like all the bad shit or what yeah. i never what like you know i just don't think about the negative things i think about how to get better and yeah. do that no matter what the highs and lows was in my career so it's just uh -huh. like if you meant to do it you're gonna do it you're, bro. Gonna, do you're it. gonna do it but it's the it's the mood and the attitude and the time and energy and the way you you put your yourself into it and plan bro like, yeah. you gotta yeah. like you, you gotta you gotta have plans like i never like I'm gonna be vulnerable with everyone and be like, I never really had plans on how I was gonna live my life. Like I never expected my me to be here mm -hmm. in my last ten years. I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just was like, oh, I can fight. Yeah, yeah, I can well, go go for UFC gold. You know, but yeah. it, but that's some ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? That's ago, yeah. I was a kid, bro. Like mm -hmm. I'm 20. I'm gonna be 34 next month. I was, I was. You 24. You still a kid. Yeah. You know, like you, you still, you still experiencing things. And now I'm 34, and I'm like, I feel younger. I feel younger <laughs> than I was, and I feel, yeah. you know, I, I, I am in a better predicament than I was mm -hmm. with my health, with the people around yeah. me. So it's just like, you know, you gotta get to have, have set goals and have plans, bro. Like yeah. that's. Yeah, that's my biggest outtake of it because everyone's gonna deal with everything differently. Yeah, shit happens yep. to you, bro. Shit don't happen to you. Shit just happens, and yep. you know, like you just if you stick to your plan, you get somewhere. Like for me, mine was always like if I never if there was anything I wanted to be was happy, and I've been that. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been that, bro. You are definitely yeah, yeah, super Joyful. positive. Yeah, yeah, like just, just there's nothing like there's nothing. Like it's always a challenge for me, like mm -hmm. for someone for a negativity to come and try and break my joy. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think of it as a threat. Yeah. I'm always like, ha ha, you trying to break that? Yeah. All right, like, yeah. what's new? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, come through. Like, yeah. but there's also other things and other people that not rely on you, but I guess, you know, hold you accountable for things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, yeah. your other half or your kid yeah. or whatever it is, you have other things that you need to, you need, you need to plan for if, 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 if you want to be more giving, I guess, yep. or be more of service. Of service, yeah. Of service. Yep. You need to take care of your responsibilities. Yes. Because if you cannot serve yourself, then you're not going to be able to serve anybody else. Yeah. And yep. that's where greed and all these, like, Negative. you start being yep. selfish. More yep. more selfish than selfless. You know yep. what I mean? To the sense of you don't want to give time to anybody else because you don't know how to give time to yourself. Yeah. Right? Yep. And those are the biggest things. And yep. if you plan better, then you're going to be able to do better. Even, even you know, looking back, you know, being introspective, looking back on things, you know, even for myself, you know, constantly looking back. But I think for you, the way that it played out and everything, like you said, you wouldn't change anything. Because even though you set goals, you know, for anyone listening out there, things don't, it's not going to go perfect. As you always tell me, what's your favorite, you just said it shit happens shit doesn't happen and to you it just happens, just happens right yeah, yeah. so that's you know you just gotta learn from it i think and grow from it like what you said because they're not gonna make or break your career or your you know your life right it's just a small piece of or small piece in time right so for you i think looking back at all of this you know yes we can want to you know look back and say yeah maybe we should have set more goals or whatnot yeah. but i think just everything that you learned from it and your attitude and where you are today mm-hmm. that was the the best thing to come out of you know your whole fighting yeah, career to yeah, this to yeah. this point and even for me there's tons of things that you know you wish that oh maybe i should have done this but you'd use that experience so that you can apply it now and in the future and i really like what you said because all of this is so that you can serve others more you know just be more productive stay true to what you represent right and then mm-hmm. also be there for those around you, like how you said, you know, being there for family, friends, loved ones, right? And doing it in a positive way. But I, I really I really like how you have this positive attitude. You don't let things affect you to make it unproductive, I guess, right? And you just constantly keep pushing forward. Because I think that's something through all of your experiences, that's what's been instilled in you. Even from way before MMA I think Mm. it's just been something that's been a part of you you know to just be as positive as possible and that's something that everyone can learn from doesn't Mm. matter if you're an athlete or not right yeah Yeah. but it's something that it takes experience and skill like how we talked about in the beginning to control your attitude your perspective practice right being positive it's tons of practice Mm. and that's something that you know it's we all have our ups and downs but it's making sure that through it all, it helps you grow. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It, it, it is bad. Like, I mean, it's, it's way harder being mad than it is happy, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. way more weight you have to hold yeah. on yourself to be upset with yep. something. Regardless, yeah. hey, maybe you in the wrong or you in the right, whatever. Mm-hmm. They was yeah. in the wrong. Like, it's hard to hold that, bro. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I've, I felt that, bro. I felt mm-hmm. madness, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's. I've felt hatred, and I hate that feeling. Like, yeah. I hate because it's uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. There's, there's times where it's like, you, you know what I mean? You, you're instinctual. Whatever it is, like, there's just feelings that I don't like feeling. About that, yeah. I feel it's unnatural. Yeah. You know, I don't naturally feel like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I had to, something had to make me that way. Mm-hmm. Right? And whatever it was, like, that's why I try and change. Like, just because it's just, life is about energy, right? Mm-hmm. And from the time you start to the time you end, so how are you going to dictate that? And yep. then we get caught up on the little moments and the little things. Mm-hmm. We're human. We're emotional creatures. But yeah, yeah, bro, I'm just on this ride. How do I keep that energy fluent and yeah. keep going? You know? Yeah. So. And you definitely utilize your energy well. I can say, honestly, I look forward to the rest of your career because you. every time you bring it yeah. and you, like you said no matter what the critics say you're your hardest critic but I, and I know that yeah. but the thing that I know that you'll never do is not give it 100% yeah. like no matter what the outcome is yeah. you 
gave it 100 percent yeah i'm yep. not gonna be no i ain't gonna quit and <laughs> yeah. i'm definitely not gonna quit on myself yeah and that's what makes it exciting you know i think people love to see you fight yeah. i know that you have a lot more fight left in you oh so yeah that's it's not, gonna be yeah. yeah you you like you said you feel younger than what you did at 24 so. oh i beat yeah. my 24 year old ass right now. yeah but yeah you yeah. know it is what it is so yeah. so yeah. that's uh, we'll leave it at that but any any last words that you want to tell the listeners anything as we're going through these unprecedented times still with COVID yeah, and the I mean, spikes and everything but anything you want to share um I mean we, we pretty much shared the whole life talk thing you know I, I'll <laughs> just I'll just I'm not political or anything but I do see a lot of attention going to the mass and the, the yeah, vaccine yeah. and the COVID <laughs> hey just to, yeah. just to keep it neutral yeah to I feel like neutral, you know yeah. how I look at it is, uh-huh. is because that, that that is a lot of negativity there's a lot of negativity there is, yeah. from, from both and both bro, sides, everything yeah. is real the vaccine's real COVID's real yeah. all these things is real and all that yeah. but can we just respect it like religion mm-hmm. like can we not look at it you know what I mean yeah. and like you know in the sense of whatever it is like mm-hmm. can we give the people their beliefs and their respect mm-hmm. and how they want to and their boundaries mm-hmm. you know some people don't allow some people don't allow you to walk with their f- shoes in their house yeah yep. you know what I mean like there's a yep. certain boundary to yep. certain things and if you don't want to do that then don't go there like yep. you know what I'm yep. saying like there's, there's certain like yeah. like you know like bro I walk into one of my auntie's house and she don't let anybody pee standing up in her house I'm yep. like why because she, you don't clean my toilet <laughs> yeah. you don't you, yeah. know, you don't clean all the splashes on the floor that's her boundaries that's her rules yeah. you don't want to pee over don't pee in her house right <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it's like I ain't got no yeah, yeah. right disrespect boundaries yeah. right like yeah. COVID came bro I'm, a, I'm all about connecting and loving people and like especially my family my niece was a COVID baby like she was born yeah. during the yeah. COVID times I couldn't touch her for f- six months bro yeah. I'm like looking at her six people oh I love you so much yeah. but that was the boundary that's the boundary that yeah. was the boundary that was me i'm not mad at my my sister or my family for having their yeah. whatever it is well i'm well, vaccinated i never touched nobody all day whatever it is yeah, right yeah. it's like no because it wasn't the fact that there was she was protecting her from covid she was protecting her from getting sick mm-hmm. that's what i understood mm-hmm. and whatever it is yeah. whatever to keep your family safe to keep yourself safe whatever yeah. you're to make you feel secure i respect yeah. and i like i like these things because to clarify, we've had this conversation before too. We're not on any side. There's no side. Neutral. It's, it's just, the right side. And what is right for you? And yeah. what is right for me? Okay, let's exactly. agree. Or, exactly. or, or agree, disagree, yeah. to, agree to disagree. Like, because, whatever. And, like, yeah, we, we're not going to get into all the yeah. details. But, but like when you add politics, when you add all of these different things in there, then it becomes like, like you said, so much more negative. It's like just respect just like sports and strength and conditioning and recovery bro (laughs) yeah right when you add politics into it that's That's why i brought that's why i brought this up because it's all the same thing like it's all the the more attention people give to it there's going to be more critics more judgmental things and they're not going to do the research yes exactly right they're not going to experiment experience these things themselves they're just going to go off of what people say and i look at it that way too like i do my research I keep yeah. my positivity. I know my boundaries, yep. and I respect everybody. Respect in yep. my profession and outside. Outside, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So those are the things too. Like, okay, what your beliefs is? Look, I believe you believe that. That's cool. Yep. I respect you. Yeah, is that you that's know, a even, great perspective. Yeah, yeah. like why not? Like yeah. why not? And with everything, like you said, and you there's know, a whole think, witness. I ain't hating on him, yeah. them because of the way they believe things or yeah. their belief. Just yeah. like Hinduism and all, the, bro. It's yep. Yep. Boundaries. What is your boundaries, bro? Some pe- some yep. some places you can talk on your you can talk on your cell phone. Yep. And some places you cannot, cannot be on your cell phone. <laughs> yes, but you know, like you know what I mean. This yeah. is not about mind control. This is about boundaries and uh, yep. understanding what you can and cannot do around certain yep. things. Yeah, best believe if I'm in uh, uh, doing certain things where I'm on a road by myself, I access road. No, I ain't wearing my seatbelt. I ain't doing. Uh, but that's my choice. <laughs> that's your choice. choice. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whatever it is. Right? Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Be yeah. positive. Bro. Be happy. You know what I mean. That's... Just understand the boundaries and the and the rules and regulations that was created. Yeah. If you don't like that don't go by it. don't be by it like yes. you know what i mean you cannot you cannot change things it's just like cannot, like i yeah. said i cannot cannot get mad at you giving me a ticket for putting on my seatbelt. yeah <laughs> like there's certain rules and regulations you gotta oblige by when you're doing certain things yeah. 
If yeah. not, stay in your bubble, bro, and be yeah. happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But that's that was a great way to end the episode. And yeah, yeah always great talking to you. Yeah. You know, I look forward to the next time that you're fighting again. You know, yeah. we'll keep everyone posted with that. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll continue to put up all of this content and good luck with everything in the future. Thanks so much Thank for you. coming on. Of course, bro. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah.